This podcast is everybody welcome back to another episode of bourbon and border loans here on the black tastic podcast network i am panama jackson joined by the coolest cats on the planet i'll take that i got shawnee janae Corey, and jabri in the building what's happening wow greetings yeah i wasn't here last week i didn't get a chance to partake of the wonderful conversation though i don't know everybody else knows i listen to the podcast and i want to jump into these conversations so badly but I can't, so I sent a million text messages responding to everything going on while I'm sure everybody's like, you should have been there, fool. So hurts my heart I can't participate, but I'm glad the, uh, the discussions are as, as, as awesome, if not more so, when I'm not around. It hurts my heart. Well, we wish we were famous we like you, you so. Shh. I wish I was famous. I'm trying to get famous in these streets. I'm trying to get famous. I was down in Miami, though, so I'll take that. I was, uh, Pop out. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Taking long walks on the beach, doing Actually, famous things. That's not true. Oh. I went to Miami at the end of the week. I was hosting a screening last week. That's where I was. Oh, famous things. Last week was a busy week. Booked okay. a busy thing. Booked <laughs> a busy thing. But I am back where it's most important for me to be <laughs> amongst the crew discussing Queen Sugar. And this week's episode, uh, what's the name of this week's episode? Stare at the Same Fires. Stare at the Same Fires. It's poetic, it's poetry mm-hmm. in motion. <laughs> All right. Now, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at, <laughs> look at it. Our good friend Corey over here <laughs> is not on recap duty this week. Yeah, man, I had to take a week off. Right, right. <laughs> Rest my brain. I'll be back next week. All right. <laughs> and that sounds like a promise. <laughs> but in his stead, Jabri is going to go ahead and handle recap duty for us. So you ready to go? All right, let's go. Let's go. I try to do what I can. I got big shoes to fill. Uh, so we start off this week. Charlie's drinking her troubles away. The, uh, I guess she's in a hotel lobby bar, and uh, the cool bartender suggests maybe she should chill if she's running for office. Somebody might recognize her. Charlie throws on some shades and is like, hit me with another one. What a moment. Another one. Nova goes to see <laughs> Miss Martha, the new, the newly discovered cousin, auntie, her mother's sister, her, no, her mother's cousin. And uh, we find out that the name on that side of the family is Lavoisier. And apparently Nova visited her before when she was a little kid. Vi has made dinner for Hollywood. She's buttering up, buttering him up to tell him that he kind of scared her when he went at Jimmy Dale. But she plans to work on herself, and she never dealt with the feelings about Jimmy Dale before, but she's not going to ignore it anymore. Ralph Angel's with Blue and, and, uh, and Darla. Blue lets slip that Disha is Joie's mom. Ralph Angel says it's no big deal, and I was like, don't say that. That's like rule number one, because Darla obviously feels like it is a big deal. But Ralph Angel says he would never do something just to hurt her. He's just doing his best. At Vi's Prize Pies and Diner, there's a Where's Charlie mystery. Nobody's seen her. There's a general gloomy vibe at the restaurant, except for Prosper and Genevieve, who are leaving to spend some time. Mike is studying. Kiki comes through, no text. They've been thinking about each other. Kiki looking at him a certain kind of way, but Mike's face is like, you got to say it. <laughs> Nova is with her aunt slash cousin. <laughs> Martha Lavoisier, uh, Nova seeing ancestors in pictures. Miss Martha was banished from the family at one point. She also tells Nova that she's just like Trudy. 
Kiki and Micah. Kiki's telling Micah that he's her first everything, so there can't have been anybody else in St. Joe's. Micah says there hasn't been, and he's cool with that, and it's cool with taking all the time that she wants. Charlie interrupts their tender moment with a drunk dial. <laughs> Ralph Angel talks to Hollywood. <laughs> Ralph Angel's, man, his sleeveless farm gear cracks me up every time I see it now, <laughs> just because Corey brought it up. Farm now, fashions, man. <laughs> what you call that? It's functional, flying functional. Uh, yeah, yes. Man, high, high fashion form threads, man. <laughs> Got to have arms out. It really stands out to me now. Agriculturally chic. You're rocking that farm. <laughs> Agriculturally <laughs> chic, I like that. <laughs> farm couture. <laughs> okay. The program is shut down until further notice. I knew the fix was in. The board seemed shady. Uh, Hollywood tells Ralph Angel to get over it, come kick it with his boys. Ralph Angel says, nah, bro, I got a soybean. (laughs) 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 Which, if you recall, was his side hustle crop from an earlier season. I love the continuity. It's a real treat for real fans, you know. um, That's true. That throwback to the previous season where he was like, I'm going to get some soybeans on the farm. Ignacio's son comes through the diner with a pie from his mom. He thanks Vi again, but she just puts him to work. She don't want to hear it. Nova and Auntie Miss Cousin Martha, they talking. Nova tells her about her dreams, about her mother. And this is like, this is the voodoo side of the family, so they talk about their spiritual stuff. Martha lets Nova know that Trudy is buried somewhere on the farm. It's an interesting family secret. I'm surprised nobody knew that. Right. Hollywood's with his crew. They bring up the fight with Jimmy Dale. They a little bit casual, but... They are trying to give Hollywood props. Hollywood's not really feeling it, though. Advise Pies, Micah still hasn't seen Charlie. So since Genevieve got him feeling young, Prosper shows some tech savvy and says, use the Find Your Phone app. <laughs> when you say that thing on, on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Micah does, and she's in New Orleans. Darla goes to see Leo. That's his name, right? Absolutely. Leo, Leo Sankley. Okay. She's trying to step up the relationship since Ralph Angel seems to be doing that with Disha. But Leo's not that happy to see her, though. He's read the book and thinks it, it has her primed to relapse. And since that shit is contagious, he don't want Darla to get none of that on him. <laughs> so he says, holla at me. I'll call you in a few days. Which is absolutely how I saw that, too. Yeah, right? It's like, like, yeah, I don't want none of that. Right, he's afraid it's going to get on him. Right. Don't want to catch the relapse. <laughs> <laughs> Nova finds Charlie at the bar. Micah apparently called her. Charlie reluctantly agrees to leave with Nova. Hollywood goes to talk to Vi at the diner. He's questioning the depth of his friendships and male friendships in general. It's interesting that Vi seems to understand despite never sharing her feelings at all. (laughs) But Hollywood thinks that the men of St. Joe's (laughs) need a support group for each other. Ralph, Angel, and Micah. It's good to see them together. Mm -hmm. Micah's seeking advice about going to the next level with Kiki. He says his gut tells him to stop tripping and just live. Ralph Angel says, your gut smart. <laughs> I wonder if that comment made him think of someone else. Blue wants to call Darla. Blue tells her about his day, which includes a lot about Disha. Darla seems far away while listening to him talk. Was this what Darla needed? Will Blue's voice be enough to keep her in the zone or on the wagon, as they say? Nova puts Charlie to bed. Charlie asks why she said all those things in the book. Nova says she thought it was good for everybody, but now realizes it was only good for herself. And she finally says, I'm sorry. Charlie also gets around to her ugly cry that we know she needed. Sam, Sam Landry interrupted the last time. 
Charlie wakes up presumably the next day, but who knows considering how much she drank. And she sees Noah's front page article titled, Charlie Bordelon is my role model. Noah wrote about some of the things she regretted about her book and told everyone why they should vote for Charlie. Ralph Angel calls Darla to invite her to a get-together at the mill later. He leaves the invite on her voicemail. I had to watch the scene twice because the first time I was distracted by Ralph Angel and Blue's matching overalls. Love to see it. Too adorable, entirely. Micah comes to get Charlie because he has something to show her. They having a rally or a revival meeting or something at the mill. Prosper speaks inspirationally. Nova's also there. Everybody seems energized, except for Darla, who did not come. Instead, she's sitting at home, staring at a bottle of alcohol. She even sniffs it, and the show ends with me yelling, Put that down, girl, put it down, pour it out. Or maybe that's not how it really ended, but that's how it ended to me. Now, we fade to black without Darla taking a drink. And that's season four, episode nine. All right. We're going to be right back with The Good, the Bad, and the Nova. On Bourbon and Board Law. Welcome back to the Bourbon and Borderlands podcast on the Black Tastic Podcast Network, and we are ready to get started with the good, the bad, and the Nova. So, the good. I cannot move any further without addressing Ralph Angel and Blue's matching outfits. I mean... I stand. Can we get any cuter than that? Like... I say no. <laughs> no, no, you can't, no get, you can't get any no, cuter, right? No, we reach maximum cuteness. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, and not only was it cute, but I think it kind of symbolizes, you know, how... Um, how Blue kind of looks up to Ralph Angel and kind of has him as that role model. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's, you know, symbolism for all of the male relationships in, in the episode and in this in the series. Um, so Blue has Ralph Angel to kind of look up to. And then later on, we kind of see Micah, you know, sharing that same relationship with Ralph Angel. And then we see Ralph Angel kind of, you know, sharing that same relationship with Hollywood. I think it's a really good thing to see. And I think that the matching outfits was kind of one way to symbolize the 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 relationship from boyhood to manhood and, and you know. Yeah, there's a oneness. Yes. They're, you know, they're on the same journey. You know, they're they're on the same team. You know, when you when you're on a team, y'all wear the same uniform. <laughs> you know, and 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 Ralph Angel and Blue, teammates. But I wonder, did Ralph Angel dress Blue or did Blue put it on himself? Like I really be curious. They clearly bought them at the same time. <laughs> like when they was at the store, those could have been gifts. Who bought that? I'll buy. They, yeah, I'll buy. I bought that. Stock of stuffers. <laughs> those are Christmas but, gifts. But they wore them, they so did. you know you can get some gifts. You just leave. It. They like this is intentional. Like they saw this. Like this. This is us. Blue wasn't gonna let Ralph Angel not wear it. Like once they got it for Christmas, <laughs> he's like, "Yo, we wearing this." I was gonna and say, gonna I think. I, don't I mean, know. this is awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, you know, it got me thinking about. I, I don't know that I've ever dressed like my my kids, it could, my boys. It could happen. But there's time. Listen, there's time. It might be time for a shopping spree. I don't know if we've evolved past this point, but I know Ralph Angel was like setting his clothes out and stuff. So I, I think Ralph Angel might have been the spearheader of this. Outfit. I don't know. I, I kind of got blue saying like, "Daddy, I want to wear the same outfit as you." What you? Th- I don't, you it could go color. either way. It could go either way. It was cute. cute. Yeah. I'm surprised that Panama hasn't dressed like his kids before. I'm yeah, actually very really surprised. I mean, we've definitely put on same color schemes, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I've like wore the same outfits. But might be time to go buy some I same outfits. I feel like, I feel like your wife could arrange, yeah, yeah. could arrange um, yeah. matching outfits. I'm yeah. casting a I feel like I'm, I'm going to talk to her about that. That's actually, actually where I was going. I'm surprised <laughs> that hasn't been arranged. I'm going I'm to saying. text her and ask her to get you guys matching yeah. outfits. I de- yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm, we I'm, have homework. 
<laughs> right. We have homework. <laughs> okay. So moving on to, let's move on to some love connection. We see that Prosper and Lady Genevieve are still kicking ew, it, ew, still enjoying ew, each other's company. What y'all think? I'm, I am excited about that. I, I love to see Prosper happy. I love to see Lady Genevieve with that big smile on her face. I just mm-hmm. think it's so cute. They have a cute little chemistry. They that do. I think they is, do. It's really, really dope. I like them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. If Excited, yeah. I don't know if I'm excited, but I, you know, I'm, I, but I am excited. <laughs> I'm I happy. I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm just, happy for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I no, think cool. they both. Again, I've said this before, but I'm glad they're able to find companionship in each other. I just think it's really, really great, and I think we're seeing like a more jovial side of Prosper than we've seen mm-hmm. in previous seasons. He seems really happy to have, you know, Mr. Lady Genevieve by by his side, yeah. holding him down. Yeah. She's definitely bringing out more lines than him in the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, she, did she get a solo? Mm-hmm. She did have a little, <laughs> she had a little section at the end. Um, Absolutely. That might be that might be one of the other side of this discussion. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Well, they made Lady Genevieve some steaks and she's stuck around. Listen, okay, <laughs> I guess the steaks He hit. must have shelved them up. <laughs> what? Okay, well, that's all the good I have. That's that always so quick. <laughs> there had to be a little bit more so good in there, huh? Well, what you think? You got some more good, Corey? It's tied into the bag. Yeah, so. we had good. We had, um, I don't know. Maybe it might have been all the good. Oh, Okay. I mean, Ralph Angel and Micah's pep talk, you know, I feel like that was... Yeah, that was good. I mean, I guess we semi-discussed it, but I feel like that was like a good bonding moment because that was like kind of the first time that Micah ever like really went out, reached out to Ralph Angel and and asked his advice on stuff. That's true because he always talks to Nova. Yeah, he always talks to Nova. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember like in a previous season after Micah dealt with the cops, I remember Ralph Angel going to him Mm -hmm. and telling him something about like, I know what you've been through, you know, because, because he spent time in jail, like... Having a conversation with Mike, but I don't. You don't see much of them right. on screen. Yeah. Well, and had. because of their closeness and age, though, it seemed like it would be like a natural right. thing. Right, like, yeah. like the because like that'd be who go to. Yeah. Yeah. jacked them up. He yeah, I would say they up. had that yeah. little tension after he got out of jail, and Michael was still trying to deal with the you know all his feelings after that, and he had ended up like pushing blue, and of course Ralph Angel wasn't here for that. Oh wait, so. I'm, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, that was a thing. Michael was on edge. Yeah, and so they had to kind of have a come to Jesus moment. Still wet from when he peed in himself. All right. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Blue so, behind them. That'll make you tense. Yeah, he was just triggered by people popping up on him, and Blue kept. Oh, that was when Charlie and and uh, and Michael were living at the farm for a minute while she was in transition, trying to get a new place. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, they've come a long way, so it was good to see that they have. You know, they kind of built a relationship and have a stronger connection now. That's dope. It was good, and all. I just love to see how the the male's relationship <coughs> continues to grow and um, evolve each season. So, this can be either good or bad, depending on you know how you look at it. You know, are, are you a parent, are you a kid, are you rooting for them, are you, I don't know. But, you know, it looks like Micah and Kiki decided to kind of put a pause on their little um, after prom plans. Did they? Did they? they I thought they were going through with that. They put, they, no, they, they, put a, they put a pause. They said that, you know. It was, it was, it was, it Michael, might have get moved Michael up. Was, Michael was open to a <laughs> right, pause. Right, Michael was open to a pause. She was but like, she was now like, that you, you say that you're open to it, I'm done with the pause. Micah, but Micah, Micah, sure. okay, right. If mom had made correct. that phone call. Micah, I don't yeah. think Micah is ready, though. I feel like Micah. But Micah ain't a virgin. No, he's not, but Micah's not. Micah seems like he doesn't want to do it. He keeps saying, oh, I got school, I got this, I got that. Micah's making excuses. Oh, yeah, and Kiki, some lame excuses, too. I mean, either either way. I, I do think, I think Baby, Micah get involved is, in Micah's life. Stop playing. I think Micah <laughs> is trying to do right by Kiki. Yeah, I think. Stop it. I do, you don't think so? Hell no. 
I think Micah is oblivious. Whether or not, whether or not, you at home alone? She's like, how much you mean? Are you at home alone? Like alone, alone? By doing right, by Kiki. Do you want this coochie? Michael's oblivious. Oh my god. <laughs> she gotta wear a sign for this. I don't know, man. Like Micah's answers, they seem like the right answers. Like he's yeah. always like, Yeah, whatever you wanna do, you wanna wait, I'm cool. You know, he's like no he's like no pressure. Bro, mm-hmm. last week he, no scheduled, he, he scheduled sex for a later date. <laughs> she scheduled no, it. She scheduled it. She scheduled it. He She's in charge. Like, are you? Like, I mean, are you sure you ready for that? Yeah. They were at. They were alone <laughs> in a secluded place. Well, she didn't say she was ready to do it right then. She, she said prom night. What's in the next three weeks? That is not the ready. point. That she said prom night. No, hold so. up. So first off, I, oh, if you Lord. run a, at that Lord, point, Lord. that means watch, 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 watch your mouth, Corey. Watch your mouth, Corey. What's on her mind? If you run a little bit of game, you can Corey. go all the way. You can round third base and head home. So to that if point, I do think Micah is trying to do right by Kiki. And not pressure her into something that she's not ready ready for. He's definitely putting the, you know, letting her drive the boat. So I I agree with you, but I don't think Kiki needs any pressure put on her because she's ready. Because your girl is hot and ready. (laughs) Your girl is is ready. But I kind of feel a lot of hesitation from Micah, and I'm not sure what that is. But it seems like whatever they plan for prom night specifically is a no-go. I mean, I think he talked a little bit about the ways it's that he was no triggered, though, theory. because he said, you know, they've exchanged these, the L word. They talk about, I like love a, you, this and that. But he said, you know, my dad <laughs> said he loved my mom, and we see how stroke. that turned out. So I think he's having a little bit of difficulty, uh, you know, trying to really sort through his feelings and really doing his best to try not to unintentionally hurt Kiki, knowing uh-huh. that in the future, in the near future, they may, may or may not part ways. They may or may not last. And so is he going to be the person to you know, do this, have this really big experience with her and then end up ultimately breaking her heart. I think he's overthinking the situation, but I do think his intentions are, are pure in that. Yes. Oh, yeah. he's such a good What were you going to say, Panama? Whack. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with Micah trying to be a better person in this situation and not, like, he might be overthinking it. I mean, yeah. that, that part is probably true, but you're going to do that at this age. I mean, yeah. Yeah. adults overthink situations like this, right? Of course they do. So I'm fine with that. That makes total sense to me. And the best thing that happens there, they don't make mistakes because Micah doesn't let a mistake happen. You overthink it, you, don't you overthink yourself right out of an opportunity, and maybe you know, like yeah, I, don't, I don't know, if, I don't know if high school seniors are overthinking sex. I feel like Some they're not. Are, <laughs> I, feel like they're, I feel like they're jumping right into Every, it without thinking. As a matter of fact, nah, I mean, there are some people who are obviously, but that isn't everybody. There definitely yeah. were some people who were in school who, for and for guys, it's probably different. You know, like you, there's. There was a lot more talk of the sex being had than the actual sex being had, I believe, in high school. Like, oh, that yeah, facts. I mean, true. that's probably <laughs> it was a lot of adult life, too. Yeah. Like, people out here, if you let people tell it, they out here mm-hmm. hitting and running on everything. And then, meanwhile, you read stats and everybody's like, I'm so lonely. I haven't <laughs> had sex in six months. Mm-hmm. So... Call you me know. if you haven't had sex in six months later. Wow. So. Okay. Um, Michael, yeah. Michael was even like, you know, I don't want to be like my dad, you know, and right. Ralph Angel had to exactly. reassure him. You know, he's like, I don't want to be like, I want to be like Davis. You know, I won't be like Davis West, but he's um, trying. I give he's Michael, trying. Michael, yeah. Mike is trying. Yeah. I, I Mike is thoughtful. Oh I appreciate God. Mike's thoughtfulness. Mm. <laughs> Mike is whack, and we over here giving him points for this. Oh my well, God! Okay. Hey, next topic. I can't even address this. What's so, next? so, and then this is how I transition to the bad. We can all agree that Micah's game is terrible. Exactly. It's, it's bad. The game exactly. is bad. Bless his heart. Um, I'm not sure what exactly it is that gives me cringy, but, <laughs> but like the delivery we were talking about, like I don't know, but it's just it's mad I don't weird. Know. I Maybe it's because he's a teenager. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I, 
I I like like I said, Micah has all the. Oh, he got R and B Jabri, y'all. <laughs> the, the conscious rapper hands and the shades, y'all got to see it. Honey. All the right answers. He's always like, listen, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. That's the answer. Right, look. Every single time, that's the answer. Poet, poet laureate Andre 3000 said on the song <laughs> Growing Old, I bet you never heard of a play with no game. Mm. Told the truth to get what I want and shot it with no shame. Mm. Now, here's the thing. He ain't got, Micah doesn't have all the, all, all the good talking, but he's saying all the right things. You know what? Kiki's still trying to jump his bones. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because I, think about I, you I agree with what you're saying. I agree that you don't need game, but Micah be trying the game with that. <laughs> yeah, baby, I've been thinking about you. Like his I voice changes. His eyes okay. get low. Every it's, dude, it's a, it's every a dude has a chick voice. I'm sorry. Every guy got a voice that somehow shows up when you talk to women. Your voice is a little deeper. And that's, you're a little more thoughtful and, and, and deliberate with your speech. Well, whatever. It that might be our and our big ages seeing through the teenage uh through the teenage maybe it's because he's a teenager and, yes. and it's, it's like right. whoa and I guarantee, my game was strong as a teenager i, I don't believe you this. seen dude out there you meet some <laughs> dude strong. out there he definitely what's going on girl he, he's way smoother <laughs> in theory on? than he is in person and you <laughs> you get the dude's number and he sound like a cornball you know what i mean like it just it, it happens oh. he doesn't have any game but his game is Cornball Micah, and the thing is, it's working. It does work for it's Kiki. It's working. I mean, he a millionaire. I that mean, also. I, I mean, I don't think that, that hurts. That cannot be understated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is true. What, what what outfit did he have on this week? What was he rocking? Oh, dang, I don't even remember. Yeah, I'm sure it was something expensive. Yeah, it lo- oh, it actually uh, looked expensive. Because it looked, it, fashion it looked, it looked Walmart, it. so right. it probably came from Fendi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's an easy season six or something. Stupid. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. I'll have that Fendi next week. All right, so let's move on over to uh, Ralph Angel. His uh, program is, is canceled. Mm. That's very unfortunate. Um, and in the midst of us finding out that this program is canceled, we see uh, Darla showing up. And I guess this kind of adds to her um, spinning out of control. Well, let, actually, no, let's Wait, circle back. How, how did this go into the bad part? This was my favorite part of the show. Well, my second favorite part your, of the show. Shut your mouth. She no. <laughs> Table Darla, let's go back to our Pages program being canceled. What y'all think about that? We knew, right? Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw that coming. Yeah, that was in my at least, at least temporary. You know. I knew they weren't gonna get a fair shake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that man had to roll up the little uh, kinkos thing. <laughs> he had to got <laughs> printed out on him. <laughs> had to roll it yeah. up at the time being. Poor put baby, in the poor baby. It sucked for him, but I think I, I, I think before the end of the show, he'll it'll probably get back up. Definitely, back uh, hopefully. Okay, so back to our girl Darla. I just, I was just so so anxious to get there because I just feel for her so much. <laughs> Why? Because her feelings be so hurt, and we just see her spiraling. Like we see her, like mm, we delusional. see it. She's what? Delusional. Why is she she's delusional? She's not delusional. Yeah, because they already had a combo that we we're gonna date other people. Okay. So why are you surprised? All right. So hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not what that wasn't it. So we see Darla. Darla is is Darla has met Disha. She was cool with that. She understands that that Ralph Angel and Darla are dating. But then she now finds out that Disha is actually Joie's mom, who she's she hears Joie's name all the time. So D. Darla, so many D's. Darla didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I think you mixed it up a couple times. It's, Did I? It's all good. <laughs> we don't keep going. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Throw some D's. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> guys, so Darla is now upset that she that she feels like Ralph Angel should have told her who exactly Disha was and what her relationship to her or relation to her child was after all. So Darla's really upset about that. Um, mm. Yeah, she's. Doing the math and like, oh, they must be together a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Um, I don't I, I, recall her telling Ralph Angel about Leo though. 
Ralph Angel he saw him. Ralph Angel saw well, her. Well, she don't know that because Ralph Angel didn't tell her that he saw Ralph Angel stayed in the well, cut. Ralph, well, Ralph, Ralph Angel, Angel started to act, tried to ask her about Leo. Nah, now, Ralph Angel before you pop off, before you pop off, uh-huh. none of us said that Ralph Angel was wrong for not telling her who exactly Tisha was. Okay. We didn't. No one <laughs> said right. that. I'll just make sure relax. you're clear on that. Right, relax. Right. Relax. You don't like I, I us to acknowledge I say I headed down the wrong path. We didn't head anywhere. I stayed in the right direction. Relax. Okay. We were just stating the facts of why Dollar's feelings were hurt. Okay. okay, that's why that's why Dollar was upset. Gotcha. Boom. Okay. So now, you know, after after she finds this out, we kind of see her, you know, trying to go back to Leo in the same way that, you know, Ralph Angel has Disha. And Leo wasn't really having it. Um, Leo is kind of diso- trying to disassociate himself from her. He's read the book. He see it. He knows who Star is at this point. He kind of sees, you know, the spiral that um, Darla is taking or about to take, and he wants no parts. Um, very sad. Sad. Very sad. First, I just, it, it really, I can't believe how how No could have been so stupid to think that she actually hid Darla's identity. Yeah. Because nobody even said, nobody even asked Darla first, like, was that about, everybody's like, I read the book. Right. And I, Girl, I know that was you. Right. That hey, was Star. You. Right. right, hey, sis. Right. I said like, it was Magic Johnson, not Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> I said Magic. I, I did not use your name. <laughs> The, the, well, the lack of commitment to that is just apparently really Darla's performance at on the strip uh, <laughs> on the host row was quite memorable oh, and everybody wow. in town Stroll. knows her by her uh, her her uh, everybody got a Darla story uh, yeah her mm, Darla st- you story. know her star story so I mean I guess nobody didn't have any way of knowing that she I mean, was out here working like so that. I mean Star looks like Bianca Lawson so you can imagine that she'd be <laughs> rather popular <laughs> I'm just this saying is true. <laughs> this is true. I just feel really bad for her. Like I feel really bad for her. She now has no one. All right. Well, a couple things. First off, ahead, Ralph Angel. You know what I'm saying? Ralph Angel didn't owe her to tell, give all the details of him and Disha's situation. Nobody to said he did, but cook on. Dollar. So if she upset, she upset with herself. All right. She don't have no reason to be upset. So I don't have no sympathy for people who upset. People with have Lisa. feelings, Corey. Get out your feelings. Why? If, if, if your feelings not valid, then we can't. We can't. We can't. It's uh, not to discuss say that it. they're not valid, but continue. All right. Uh, secondly, my boy <laughs> <laughs> Leo. After Hold on, before we get to Leo, though, no, 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 we can't. We look. Gotta so, put a so like, yeah, so Ralph Angel talking more than yes, Why? yes, Ralph Angel. They're Dude. spending a whole ass like they're spending real time. Together. Yes. they're spending quality time. Dude, together. Yes. her and Leo spend quality time together. Leo was also spending time with his kid. Darla made okay. a really good point when Darla said she knows exactly who I am mm-hmm. and I don't know who she is. That's not fair. She needs to know who that is when when the, when, when the introduction kid. is made. What you mean for what? Why, dude? You didn't dude. have no way. Hold up, you Blue knew. Spends wait, wait, wait. Real quality time. Oh, wait, with no, Nisha no. Is no. Like, like, exactly. In, in, right. Did they you, spend so, real time. Wait, wait, did you so, hear about Blue's up, day? No. You're, you're cool. In Blue's cool. day, he mentioned you're Nisha cool. like hold up, you're 8, cool. 11 times. Hell no. You're cool with Blue having friend dates with uh with his best friend, and you know that his best friend's mom is around. You just don't know how that mom relates to Ralph Angel. That's kind of important. Why? What difference do it make? For one. For one, every parent has a right to know who their kid is around. He's yeah. around Jawai and Jawai's mom. Yeah, but that's not just Jawai's mom. Oh, that's my boo. Mm-hmm. So details. this is a whole different. This is a, a different dynamic. This is a budding. Wait, 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 wait. Ralph Angel had an opportunity to introduce Disha as who she was, and he didn't. He chose not to. That's my friend. That's my lawyer. He used the appropriate title. You can't use titles that ain't been discussed. Period. 
It How do we know that hasn't been discussed? A lot of things happen on the show that huh? that are not shown to us. They don't. I don't. I don't know if they're officially boyfriend and girlfriend. We don't know. We don't know. So then, let's not assume that they are. You don't have to say that. <laughs> but whether or not, he, oh, oh this the woman on Smash. No, no, no. no okay, he had okay. Smash at that point. Ralph so Angel did not. We're going to pick a Knicks. That statement when when Darla when Darla's bringing it up, he's like, listen, you got your thing, I got my thing. Like we're basically doing our thing, right? Like this is we're out here dating. Darla has a right to know that the that this person. This whole person that Blue is spending all this time with is the same. Like, they're basically Jawaz's buddy and, and, and Ralph Angel's buddy. I got to fill you in on my dating life. No, they're basically going no, on double and, dates and, all the time. And like Ralph Angel said, they had previously when you discussed. Listen, though, no, 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 no. They said they previously, they discussed previously that they didn't want to hear about each other's dating but life. But listen, though, it's one thing to date. It's another thing to be dating, and now my kid is involved. And so, yes, it would be one thing if if Blue was going on these play dates and hanging out with Joie's mom, and that with, it just isolated in a vacuum. That's all. But Joie's mom is also Ralph Angel's so that change, Blue. That no, no, no. That, how, does that, how does that change? Darla doesn't have a right to end anything. She has a right to know. She just has a right to yeah. know. And to feel. Yeah. Yeah. She has a right to feel. Nothing about my business. You have a right to. I do have a right to know if you're bringing a woman around my son in this capacity, not just the woman. Wait, who's, who's, you already knew I was bringing a woman around your son because no, I didn't. No, 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 how, how does she know that? Because Blue, to, Blue told you we've been on play dates. Play dates and play dates with, with Ralph, with my, with daddy's new girlfriend are wait, two wait. totally different a play things. play date for Blue, excuse me, is a play date for Blue. Ain't nothing changed from Blue's perspective. Yeah, there, yeah, there are. Because no, no, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, yes, yes, there are. Oh, Blue can know the difference. Yeah, Blue, Blue can. Because if Disha, if Disha and Ralph Angel are just just not anything then when we go on play dates Ralph Angel and Disha are maybe talking whatever whatever sitting next to each other now on the play dates Disha and Ralph Angel might be kissing uh, might be buttoned up so how you know so technically okay. so technically technically Corey's right they discussed that that they weren't going to discuss their dating life but if Ralph, but but if Ralph Angel trying to be decent as he claims to be, I'm just doing my best. I wouldn't do nothing to hurt right. you. You know, if he if if that's where he's at, then he needs to give her that extra mm-hmm. information so that she can be comfortable and understand everything that's going on. And, and, to, <laughs> and to that point, I don't think Ralph Angel was being malicious, and I totally right. do exactly. believe him. Exactly. Exactly. When he said he's just doing the best he can exactly. navigating the circumstances as they come. However, I do also understand why Darla felt a little blind. That's exactly what I was about all. to say. If, exactly. anything, she was just, he, if anything, Ralph Angel is avoiding it. Truth be told, of he's, course just, he was. He's, he's avoiding and I, it. It's understandable. Until he can find the exactly. right time to do it, which is when Blue accidentally Yeah, and the information just so happened to slip. It's making no sense to me. Ralph Angel tells... <laughs> well, it seems like you're the only one who Ralph Angel tells to. Darla that, that he takes Blue on dates with his... On, on friend dates with his best friend. The only thing she... The only aspect of this she doesn't know is that Ralph Angel likes Disha. How the hell... Does that change anything? I just explained and it to why, you. And why is that, why is that necessary deep. for you to know? When we already discussed that we're not going to talk about who we like. Dude, he introduced her as my friend, the That's lawyer. what I introduced no, her no, no, as no. my friend. No, no, no. When he, he threw he, the lawyer know. when the lawyer thing in there kind of just reduces the friend. Like, it, it, yeah. it makes it like, yeah, this is business. Too this is right. an entire business relationship. No, nah, that's what that turns into. No, did you take it? Did you did you see it from that perspective, Jabri? Uh, I knew that he was holding back information because he felt uncomfortable. Like we know better he was as like, the this viewer. Friend, but this but my lawyer. Yeah. This my lawyer. Right this my friend. That, he should have called Darlin and said, "Look, I just want to let you know, Disha is the lawyer. Uh, this is my friend, but we're dating. Yeah, and you know, Joie, who you probably heard of at this point, that's that's Disha's mother. Right. Like it's a simple. Yeah. Again, Darla can't 
dead anything. She can't change the dynamic of the situation. But what does it harm her to let her know? Because this is obviously progressing. So now that she yeah. knows, how, what, what is she going to do with that information? How does that change anything? She just, it's she a just right knows. Yeah. It's, it's, she just has feelings. Oh, you want to be nosy just because. Just Wait, is, dar, is, is Blue not a Hold on, Carmen. You don't. Is Blue not a Are you tell me you don't understand decency? <laughs> like, are you saying she doesn't? I believe that she does not. The first thing I understand is my business is my business. That's Fine. the first. That's the first thing I understand. And Blue's okay. business is right. our business. That's why, and and my business. That's why I said that you're right when it, when it's when you said it's not her right to know. You're right. It's not her right to know, but. It's the right thing to do, definitely in that situation. And like, what stage? I that think it becomes a right arguable. once Blue is involved. I think it does become her right to know who her son is spending time with. If you're dating this woman, I do think it's a right to know. It was two different things, though. Like mm -hmm. learning that he's dating Disha sure. and that Disha sure. spending yeah. so much time in with a vacuum, Blue. Yeah, with, because also I, I agree with that. Also, Corey, like play dates are play dates, but now that y'all okay. dating, are you, is she spending the night? Like, are y'all staying at her house? She's staying at your house? Like. Uh, you trying to make up a whole story? I, am I, I mean, trying to make up a story? Wait, no, these, no, these are possibilities that can happen. That are the difference yeah. between a wait, play date so and you, me dating. You, you already knew that it was a, a possibility that he would date someone, right? Yes. So this is not news to you, okay. right? Because you're you're also dating someone, okay. right? You haven't and you haven't filled him in on who you date. Okay. And he hasn't filled you in on who you date. And okay. Blue ain't hanging around did, him either. Did, did, did Ralph Angel come blow up over there? Do when you think? Let me let me go ahead and flip this. Do you think Ralph Angel would not want to know who Blue was around? He didn't ask. No, do no, but do he, you he not, saw he do, saw the dude you, and so, didn't ask. So you you think Ralph Angel would be so understanding in that situation? Be like, oh, it's cool. I don't know who you, what man you got my son around, but that's fine because I trust you. So you think star. when Ralph Angel saw that dude there on the porch, he's like, he's probably here right now, but he's never here any other time. He's never dude, here. Maybe everybody because she said you, 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 you think that was the thought that Ralph Angel had? Or Ralph Angel's like, oh, he's at the house now. I would he expect, might be at the house. Another I would time. expect he didn't blow it up. I would expect that if I'm dating someone or you're dating someone, that you let me know once. My child is going to be involved in y'all's dating situation. Mm -hmm. I think that's responsible. Gotcha. You don't want to just be bringing random people like right. dating. So now so, that y'all so are may or may not stick around. Had Ralph showed up five minutes prior to when he showed up, then mm -hmm. Blue would have met the dude. Right? We would have had a. We would have had Blue a. Might have been all by his house. We don't know where Blue was in that situation. They were out on a date. It's 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 plausible to think that Blue was elsewhere. If they were on a date and they're just now getting home, Blue was not in the house. So along that same vein, we talk about how, you know, Leo wants to dissociate with her. And now she really has nobody. I think that's really sad. But at the end of the episode, we kind of see that effect on Darla. We kind of almost see her maybe relapsing into the, into my, the liquor. My, my. I think mm. a few of us have kind of called out or seeing this in, in the car. The Not so fast, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Not so fast, I my friend. I know friends. you have been waiting for this. So, <laughs> two weeks ago, Darla and Leo had a sit down. They sure did. And Leo was concerned about Darla possibly relapsing. Mm -hmm. And I said Leo was on the right path. But all the other members at this table was like, no, Leo should be concerned about Darla's emotions. And that's why she doesn't like Leo. But Leo, turns out, was on the right path. He knew. He seen this coming. He seen the relapse coming. And I predicted it. And y'all didn't agree. So I just want to point that out. I will say that I still disagree. I how, can you, how can you disagree after she... I Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I do not disagree that Leo saw the relapse coming. I do disagree that... That's not what y'all needed to, to talk about in that moment. Because, wait... If Darla was receiving the emotional support that she needed, perhaps she would not be where she is right now. Mm. That's all. Yeah, Leo wasn't helpful. Like, Leo saw the relapse coming, but because he wanted to see it coming. 
It was sort of that's or his thing. He, like that's his vein. But he's an addict. He knows he's contributing. He no, he's contributing though. Because he's like not mm-hmm. not, he's not returning calls. He's supposed to be involved oh, he with her in the program. Call, okay. He's not returning calls that and texts. That part was whack. I didn't, like, I didn't agree with that part. That, yeah. was, that was whack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, and what I'm realizing about Leo is, and which is totally fine, and I'm not even necessarily saying that he's wrong for, for bowing out gracefully or whatever, but he doesn't have the capacity to support Darla in the way that she needs to be supported. Well, but maybe his, maybe his priority in support is... Like you is is the staying off of the substances. Sure, it is. And what I'm saying is, if he can't support Darla in in trying to to stay keep the straight and narrow, right, he, he can't feels do that right. if he feels like his sobriety. Listen, if he feels like his sobriety would be questioned by being a but being there for Darla in this trying moment for her, then then he should bow out. If he feels like his sobriety would be in question, at the end of the day, he is he has projected upon Darla by saying. I read the book. If all this stuff was said about me, I know I'd be on the verge of a relapse. So okay. I see it coming for you, sis. And at the end of the day, I feel like Darla, she feels she doesn't she she doesn't feel like that was a fair assessment. She's in denial. Though. You think it was helpful? She's in denial. I don't think it was helpful. I think that I think maybe Leo. I, honestly, I think was the last resort because I really don't think he was still the first choice for her to go visit. The only reason she went to go visit him was because it was clear that Ralph Angel is moving on in a more serious fashion than Wait. even she had originally thought because now th- this is becoming like a family hold unit. Up, hold because... up, La- Last episode, she spoke to Ralph Angel. Okay. In the late night phone call. Yeah. Right? So she, so Ralph Angel kind of gave her some support then. She spoke to Ralph Angel and Blue this episode. Mm-hmm. Right? So the emotional support is not getting it done. Mm-hmm. So how can we say that that should have been the but way to go also, when, it's clearly, when that also is clearly not getting Well, we already done. touched on at the beginning also when we were talking about the, the Ralph Angel, Disha, Darla thing. It's one thing for Darla to know that Ralph Angel is dating some chick. Okay. Okay, whatever. But now we know that the kids are hanging out. Joie is is Blue's best friend. They're spending all this time together. Darla, you know, she talks to Blue on the phone. He's he's raving about Miss Deisha and all the cool things that she's doing at school. And even in in kind of triggering her feelings of inadequacy, knowing that this book is out, Mm -hmm. feeling embarrassed, feeling ashamed. Knowing that her son is glorifying this new woman that's in Ralph Angel's life, maybe mm-hmm. even feeling like somebody's taking her place. And so all of that compounded does send her into a space where, you know, this is un- these are untracked waters, gotcha. uncharted waters. All right. So you feel like at this point, then, there's nothing Ralph Angel can do for her either? I think Ralph Angel, well, I'll save he's, it. He's the wrong messenger. Oh, I'll save oh, you it. save it? Okay, save got it. you. All right. <laughs> Ralph Angel might be the wrong messenger at this point in time. I don't know. I think Ralph Angel... I think it's the only one that she would really hear. Yeah, I do. You know, like, that's the one who she's waiting to hear from. She was trying to reach out. She was trying to come by. She was trying to get some quality time. Wait, wait. I don't know if she got, I don't know if she got that voicemail. Where he was like, <laughs> come out to the mill tonight. Right. You know, she probably didn't go because she thought this was going to be there. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, so she's looking for that time to reconnect, and she yeah. really needs it. So is she looking for something specific? And Leo's trash. Like, is she? Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. But is she looking for something specific? Like, she, is she looking for Ralph Angel to say, like, I want you back? Or is she just looking for Ralph Angel to say, like, yo, things will get better. Don't do this. Don't go back down that path. I don't know if she's necessarily looking for anything from Ralph Angel. I think it's maybe this realization of this new normal that she's embarking upon and, mm-hmm. this, and understanding that at least seemingly, you know, this man who's been in her life in this capacity for however long is moving on with somebody else. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. 
So I don't know that maybe if whether or not she's actually formulated like an ideal response from Alpha Angel that she's looking for, but I think that that type of engagement from him would do her good. I just don't know that she would ever ask him for that. Yeah, especially in the midst of going through this tempest she's kind of going through with the stuff in the book coming. I mean, she's gotten exposed at work. Mm-hmm. You know somebody that says something to her at the Whole Foods. It's like, <laughs> her new you know. They got no Whole Foods in St. Joe's. Joe's. <laughs> Ain't no Whole Foods in St. Joe's, homie. I mean, it's she all, might. All they got a Piggly Wiggly. All I mean, no Whole Foods. <laughs> okay, so at the mostly <laughs> foods. Like, at, you know, it's a, right. It, the point is, she's in a very vulnerable space. Yeah. She's always probably very insecure at this moment because she's always concerned about somebody saying something to her. Like, it's like prime real estate to relapse. Then she finds out my man, not, not only that, she does feel somewhat betrayed by him, by, by, not betrayed necessarily by Ralph Angel keeping this from her. For whatever reasons, valid or not, mm-hmm. she finds out that her son's best friend is, not, is her ex-boo's new boo, so there's a whole nother world happening without her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's very alone. She's in a town by herself. You know, like, it's, that's, that's rough. And I think Ralph Angel is home base for her. It mm-hmm. is home. I mean, he is home for her. And it's like she lost that. She don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though he took that phone call mad late at night, I was very surprised by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he... You know, he's concerned about her, but he also has to be careful about being too concerned, too intentionally concerned, too presently concerned. Why is that? Because it's going to get in the way of him and Disha, which is, I mean, that's the only No, 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 no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I think this is what's, I mean, this is, I guess, this wasn't going to be my, it's not going to be my eviction, but what I'm saying is, like, at some point, this relationship that they have, you know, is going to come front and center and I think Ralph Angel is going to have to make some some choices about how he's he's going to have to deal with everything that he's actually trying not to deal with yep is what I'm saying so Disha ain't going to be good with no midnight phone calls from from especially with Blue if if Blue's at the house I don't know if Blue's there or not but I'm saying like you know so I'm just just saying there's there's some boundaries that he's going to have to draw in general I, I, I don't know I think that you can't assume that Disha's an insecure person. That's not fair to take her agency away and, and, and assume that it's, she's an insecure an, person. Is an agency issue? It's not an agency issue. I think it's a it boundary is. Issue. No, I think it, well, agency and boundary because, like, who who requires such boundaries? Like, an insecure person. No, so it's like, that's not true. That's not true. There's, no. a, there, there's a certain inherent lack of security in this boundary that you are asking for. Like, so a person that I care what about, about no, 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 a no, no, person no. that I care about is an addict. And they might call me at times that you might feel uncomfortable with. And I'm going to have to take these phone calls. And you're going to have to put away what you learned about what's proper and improper and deal with real life. Like, like it's improper to call after a certain time. Like, people have these rules. Oh, it's too late to call. It's never too late to call. How do we know that that's her motivation? What about where where does the line... Disha's been cool and don't put this on Disha is all I'm saying. Okay, but what I'm saying is... I'm actually talking about Ralph Angel drawing boundaries for his own relationship. Exactly. So that the lines are being blurred Because when does it stop? Why would that be necessary if it wasn't for for Disha's presumed insecurity? Why would that be necessary? No, no, no. I'm talking... I'm asking a direct question. I understand. I'm what, talking about what is the reason? Ralph Angel and Darla's relationship. Drawing a boundary so that Darla is not confused about what's happening between them two, not him and Disha. The boundary is the problem. The boundary is what has her spiraling. There shouldn't be this 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 artificial boundary. What? He, Why? If he if he if do you he, believe hold up, do you believe in mixed cares. singles? 
if he cares, then he should be there. That's not a mixed signal. That's not a mixed signal. No, but to always assume that she's calling because she's an addict who's spiraling is probably not accurate either. Well, I'm going to answer because that might be what it is. You can't, yeah. If she calls every night, you're going to answer every night because you're assuming she's spiraling? Well, then they can talk about whether she calls every night. But if she calls... You answer. So then the talking about whether she calls every night is setting a boundary that's not presumably based on Disha. Mm-hmm. If she starts to abuse it, then you address that. But if she has not abused it, why can't it just be something that goes? Like, what, if I, what if I don't want you to call me after midnight continuously? So, so you're saying that because there is a point in which you would have to set a boundary, that the boundary has to be set there? Because, like, you're saying that because eventually there would have to be a boundary. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I'm with you real on this one. She can't yeah, come and sleep in the bed with him and Disha. That's not, true. There not. would have to be a boundary. Okay? But I'm saying that in this instance, what is the purpose of a boundary such as you're calling too late? What's the purpose of that boundary? But it's the whole contingency upon this upon this this argument that you're making the fact that Darla is an addict because yes. when for all other intents and purposes then she shouldn't be calling off the late night or they shouldn't be having these late night conversations I'm just trying to get a better grip. Right. Do you believe in boundaries at all? Because outside of that what is yes. she calling him for? I believe. <laughs> yeah, like what like like are you I, saying boundaries are arbitrary? They're definitely arbitrary and I believe in self-security. So you're so only, like you only want boundaries if you're insecure? Facts. Oh, that's a hot take. Now we're being real at the table. See, I didn't inspire you. Now we're being real at the table. See, now we're being these boundaries, then. then, Then, That is. If I require boundaries, I'm insecure. Yep. But you. Yeah, you insecure, little mama. But if you set a boundary yourself that has nothing to do with your your partner's need for a boundary, but you're doing it because you just want to make sure that you're being respectful of your relationship. What does that mean? Respectful of your relationship. What does that it mean? means what you want it to mean. It means what, what it means within the boundaries of your relationship. You're, you're ensuring that you don't create a problem where one doesn't already exist. Like, why, would, like, why would there be a problem? Because, Debris. Because humans if I could talk human, to her at twelve on. noon, I could talk to her at twelve midnight. Cause right. we just talking. Right. There's my, Y'all are acting my, real brand new. Hold on. Right now. Hold on. Hold on. I, listen. I understand. So listen. Jabri, you are a married man. Don't do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> do not lose your relationship Jibri. tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to because I got security in my relationship. So here's what, here's what I'm about to tell you. So, like, if the, if the reason if the reason that they're not talking is because it's too late and, and Darla calls and Ralph Angel wants to talk to her, but he doesn't pick up because it's too late, your relationship is over. So Jabri, your relationship with Disha is over. Jabri. If Ralph Angel's not doing things that he would rather do, wait, because okay. he's afraid, yeah, because he's afraid of her feelings. But, but, but no, 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 no. The relationship is over for another reason. Because if you are at home chilling with your baby boo babe in the bed, and your ex calls, and what you would prefer to do is talk to your ex, exactly. Then yes, your relationship is over, but not because your your partner point. is insecure, but point. because no, 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 no. there's somewhere somewhere else that you would rather be. Well, it's not that he would prefer though. Maybe he he right. used the word prefer and so and I'm going to go a little bit further and also say that I do think Ralph Angel would prefer to be with Darla. My point. Exactly. I don't think so. I don't understand how that's your point. It is. I'm I'm confused. You just said boundaries for the boundaries for the insecure. Right. So either (laughs) either Ralph Angel would rather only (laughs) Ralph Angel would rather only talk and spend time with Disha or whatever within the times where Disha would be comfortable or he'd rather talk to Darla whenever Darla calls. So 
if he if if he wants to talk to Dollar One Dollar calls, then he needs to answer the phone when Dollar calls. Mm. Sure, that's all I'm saying. And so you and so you are. That's what he would prefer to do, and he only doesn't do it because he's afraid of potential consequences from Disha. Then the relationship is not solid in the first place. Okay, that doesn't have anything to do with insecurities. That has to do with him wanting to be with another chick. These are perceived insecurities. So if he were to. Right, I'm not putting it on Disha. I'm trying to give Disha some agency. I'm not putting it on Disha. Neither I'm not do saying we. I'm not saying Disha's insecure. Neither do I'm we. saying that if Ralph Angel is concerned with repercussions from Disha and that is driving his actions, then that is the problem. So you don't do it's things to make sure that your woman doesn't feel repercussions from nope, Disha though. It's a, it's back to what Panama was saying about making sure that the lines aren't blurred and making sure that we understand what the nature of our relationship is. You we sure are co call Disha a friend. <laughs> we are co-parents. Disha is a friend. You can we can talk anything regarding blue. Feel free to call me whatever time of night it is. But we not like the nature of our relationship at this point is not to be shooting the shit at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. That's not what we do anymore. I have a woman. I'm not about to be leaving the bed with my woman to go talk to you about how'd your, how'd your day go. That's not how that works. Is, okay. See, I, yeah, I don't think she should be calling <laughs> right. for nothing at that time of night. But, yeah, I feel like if she has an emergency, absolutely. Sure. Look, it was an issue in the movie sure. Brown Sugar, and it's an issue on Queen Sugar 2. <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't remember, if y'all remember, Dre was on the phone with Sydney. Sid. Sydney. Yeah. Sydney, did you see it? Cook. Did you see him cook for you? Did you see him cook for you? <laughs> but yeah, he running game on you, girl. He trying to get it. Well, it worked. Is you gonna do it, Sydney? I agree with some with some of what Jabri said. Okay, yeah. well, I think that's done. And <laughs> on to on buying Hollywood. So, but shut up. On to on buying Hollywood. So we learned that you know, and it's kind of sad. We learned that maybe the real issue that on buying Hollywood. Is ha are having is that when Hollywood put that ass whipping on Jimmy Dale, it was triggering to Aunt Vi. That's kind of sad to see. Hate to see it. Um, because all Hollywood was doing was protecting this woman. But how could he have known that that would have been triggering to his wife? Aunt Vi was tripping. Shut backwards. Look, man, Hollywood over here. You know, doing the most, uh, trying to protect this woman. You got, you got the nerve to complain about that? Like, come on. Man. Why is that? A, she, she didn't God complain. Damn, well, but it's not he, a conscious feeling. He can't do no, He can't. Like, he, she, he wrong either way. If he, if he sit there and let Jimmy Dale cuss her out, and put that's hands not what on she was asking. Or, like, but I'm saying you can't I mean, complain. You can't have it both ways. She didn't complain. But there's things called unintended consequences. Right. So, 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 so me expressing my feelings. So expressing your feelings is an automatic complaint. She's absolutely complaining. About expressing your feelings is a complaint. Is that how you if do you expressing have, feelings? Again, if you have if you have bad feelings that are invalid, then you have. Why issues. are they invalid though? They're not because, invalid. Look, you can't get to have. You, you can either have a man that protects you at all costs, or you cannot. But she didn't you say she didn't want the protection. You she did not say that. Don't get to have both of them. What she's it's saying not like is she's that angry with she was outlining. You don't get to have both of them. Listen, Corey. She was outlining. And I bet she would rather. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> she was outlining how for her that situation was triggering she did not complain about what he did she did not say she didn't want what she what he did to happen but what she was saying was that the way that jimmy dale started off with abusing her was uh, was 
or the being aggressive abuse, to somebody yeah. else. All she said was that that was triggering. She did not say she didn't want him to do it. She didn't say that there was anything wrong with him doing that. She's just saying how she feels. How is that a complaint? Is is expressing she something a complaint? She even said she has to work on her. Mm -hmm. She said she has to work on some things. All right, cool. We'll her. work on you on your time. Don't bring that to me, right? So as an adult, you're responsible for your feelings. You can, you can feel. Hold up. You can feel all kind of things, right? But sometimes you gotta. After you feel that, you gotta be like, you know what? That was stupid, and I shouldn't feel but that way. So and then you snap it's back not into a real you, feeling. But that's not how it works, though. That Corey. is how it that's works. Trauma. That's not the way trauma works. You can't just snap out of trauma. That's not the way that works. Wait, hold on. Are you discounting how traumatic her experience with Jimmy Dale was? I'm not <laughs> discounting it. I'm saying, look, but she, you are because you're saying she should just snap out of it. You so said I'm it was saying, invalid. oh hey, so I'm saying she looks, she looks at a, at a particular incident. She looks at her man protecting her, right? And then on one hand, she's like, dang, that's kind of crazy. Like he, whatever, he went crazy. He went psycho on Jimmy Dale. He beat him up. But then uh, at the same time, she got to be able to fully analyze the situation. Be like, you know what though. He went crazy, but he was doing. He was going crazy. This for is a me. part of mental health. So I'm though. going. No, but that's what Jimmy Dale going yeah. to. That's what Jimmy Dale did. What she said was the first time she saw Jimmy Dale get violent, it was with somebody in basically in her honor. That was the first time she saw that. All right. And then it became violence towards her. And she so, acknowledges at the end of the day that she recognizes that Hollywood was just trying to protect her. She recognize she even recognizes that Hollywood would never do anything to hurt her. But at the end of the day, you keep that to yourself. Why would she why? keep it to, to her, her husband? This is my husband. In Corey, the spirit of because, like being married, not, wait, I want to be because, transparent. Did you watch the rest of the episode? That now that completely made him feel some kind of way for the whole rest. Not, he, now now it, he don't know what to do. He doesn't well, no, know what the answer it, is. It, I think it actually might have even had a positive consequence because no. it sent him on on some self introspection, and he realized that a lot of times these conversations and the and the behaviors that men typically applaud and, and give props to aren't necessarily the most helpful or productive or the most substantive. And maybe we need to have some actual real conversations about feelings, understanding different ways to handle situations besides just beating people up. He handles the business the right way the first okay. time. It ain't, ain't no, ain't no and, need to, but to Janae, think about Janae, no to way. your point, to your point, Janae, we kind of see Hollywood with that realization <laughs> exactly. when he starts talking to his friends and starts realizing that maybe, you know, the, the machismo and all of that is not always the best way to handle things. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't really get to the root of what real issues are if your issue as soon as you get angry is to just beat oh, no, beat a dude up no no, no. they got sometimes you're gonna have to lay the hands on somebody I, okay, this was sure. one of those moments like but, this was not when right this but no, nobody said cory that he, he already he already had a talk be, with jimmy dale that can be completely mm -hmm. right cory right. but there's this thing called unintended consequences and that just because you did the right thing doesn't mean that there weren't other things that also happened that affected people in a different way like you were doing the right thing mm -hmm. the way in which you did it affected your wife because it made her think of something else that happened that way. And that doesn't mean that you were wrong. It doesn't mean that he was wrong. Right. Nobody right. No, nobody you said he was wrong. win the battle and lose the war. It happens all the time. These yeah. things happen. That literally, yeah. in, all, in, in what it did, I agree completely with Janae. It sent him on the path to growth mm -hmm. and discovery. He's starting to take a look at things. And, dude, there's nothing wrong with that. You cannot say you're so the same it, person so if today it, if, you if, were. Hold up. So if, if it happens again next week to, to Hollywood, uh, and he handles it differently, and he lets the the next man slide with that. Uh, how you think she? I don't even about think that? it's about letting a dude slide. It's just about finding a different way to handle the situation. He could have got uh, Jimmy Dale out the paint without punching. Without, I mean, without going he back going up, he as hard as the he, way he, he did. He already had a talk with Jimmy Dale, right? The talk didn't work. Yo, one of your evictions was that Jimmy Dale coming back. Exactly. And when he come back, mm -hmm. Hollywood don't need to lay them hands on him again. So <laughs> then laying the hands the first time didn't, didn't work. And your go hard. In your theory. At the end of the day, I think this bad did turn into a good because I think yeah, we, sure we're. We're, <laughs> oh. 
been out here smoking crap we, with Darla. Oh, mm, mm, mm. you hate to see it. Hate I, I, to see what it. What I do love to see is this focus on mental health and understanding how men do need outlets to actually be able to express their feelings, not just to the women in their lives who oftentimes bear the burden of not only their own stuff, but the the people that they're dealing with, their family, their spouses, husbands, whatever, or boyfriends, significant others, whatever it is. But men need to be able to have these type of collegial relationships amongst each other. They were playing spades. That is, that is that. male bonding and session. And but what they, substantive, they, substantive um, discussions? Not just about the game, hard. not it's just about that dude you beat up last week, but like about feelings, about how, did you how feel things are. Right Listen, I understand that that there's a whole argue with Corey vibe going on, but I feel like you don't have to you don't have to respond to everything that he says. Um, Hollywood, you have so, right. You know, like when they were playing spades, you know, and and Hollywood was sitting with his boys and they were talking about, you know, how he laid the hand with Jimmy Dale. It was like. The conversation was so shallow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like you Very know, surface level. Yeah, real surface level. They were real casual. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, man, you okay, man? You had right. To, you had to put hands on the dude. Who's, who, man, if anybody disrespect my woman, he gonna be six feet under. Supposed like, to. like these conversations are like not helpful. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like sitting around. Like if I'm gonna talk, like if I'm gonna talk about this, if I'm to kick somebody's ass out of my house or whatever, right? I probably shouldn't talk to Corey about it. <laughs> because I'm going to give you good advice. I'm going to give you good advice. I disagree. Actually, but, yeah. you probably would because right now you sound ridiculous and I have had real conversations with you that are nowhere near as ridiculous as what you're saying right now. That's not true. I don't know. I mean, we've we've almost got fights well, together, but we've also been in some situations that have been absolutely real. Right. Wait, so let we, me we amend that. I shouldn't time. talk to Corey about it in front of a microphone. <laughs> I can't talk to Corey about it in real life. So I'm gonna give you the same advice in, with the microphone on tonight, night, right? We could, we could, when you when you get into the situation, you could try to talk it out because we grown and nobody got time to be going to jail behind no foolishness, right? But once you just started the talking out part, if they ain't listening, the next we got to we got to escalate the the communication. And nobody said that that was wrong. Where did anybody say that? Well, he's just saying like, oh, when they talking about it at the space table, like, <coughs> you know, his boy is like, yeah, if someone touched my my woman, well, that was more him. about the relationships with him and the people at the space mm-hmm. table, just the way that they're talking so about. So were the actions wrong? Was his boy saying? Was his boy's actions? It was not Hollywood. Ain't got no friends. That's the issue. Hollywood ain't got no friends. That you feel like within your, you feel like you have a good group of guys around you where you're able to have Hell those yeah. conversations. Hell yeah! And this right here is one it's, of them. Ex- yeah. I'm pointing at Corey for those who can't see this. Corey absolutely is nowhere near this ridiculous. 24-7, but by then the way. Also I, I, I think kind of some unicorns in that sense because a lot of guys don't really have that same type of network where they're able to express themselves freely and get substantive advice and be able to really get into some deep conversations about some some real shit. First off, Dwayne, Dwayne is BSing right now. No, I've, seen Panama. Dwayne, I've seen Dwayne. I've seen I was at Panama. The, the, Whoever that is. Um, <laughs> I seen Panama one time at the bar. It was a dude uh, crowding his woman's space and he asked the dude nicely hey could you give my woman some space yeah. and then the dude proceeded not to give his woman Ooh. no space and then he proceeded to call me over <laughs> and it was about to be a situation yeah. so I think some people be pretending when this microphone come on and they don't handle a situation no, like that I, what life. I also said up front was that you and I have almost been in fights together this absolutely happened I, right. I have no problem throwing hands if necessary I'm all, all in however however that's not always the way that we even talk about how to handle situations. Every situation does not need to come down to putting hands on somebody. In fact, even in that situation, it didn't end up there. 
It didn't right, end up because there. he ended up moving. Now, he, ended he, up, not he, moved. he ended up moving because it was like all of a sudden it was like three of us right, standing there. Right, then and all it was of a sudden, like, listen, exactly. and once he realized that it was about to go down, his boy actually pulled him apart and was like, yo, we don't want this right now. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, I mean, that wasn't, the point is, it can go both ways. Sometimes you do have to get in a fight because that's the last resort, <laughs> the last option. In a, but to Jabri's point, the they're sitting at the table yeah. talking about nothing. The only conversation that they're having is, Sports, like Hollywood says, sports, and yeah, man, if that that happened to my woman, this is what I would do. But they're not going further than that. Like, man, nobody's talking about how this stuff makes you feel, like, as a man, like, having this kind of stuff happen. And we luckily have a group of people that we have grown up with where we've been in situations where we can talk about stuff. I feel very comfortable talking to you, believe it or not, (laughs) talking to you about something that matters. Just like talking to Bree, talking to all the other friends that we have. Yeah. Because I'm going to give good advice. Shut up. What's the next topic? Yes. Let us. Right. (laughs) Hollywood, you handle your business. When Jimmy does show back up, do it again. Goodbye. (laughs) Free Benny. (laughs) Free Benny. (laughs) So... For the the last little bit, I'll say, finally, for our bet, our girl Charlie, our Olivia Pope, our savior, drink, drink, spent drunk. the whole episode drunk. And I don't know about y'all, but I cackled when she put them shades down and asked hilarious. for another round. That was great. <laughs> that was, I don't know if that it was, was intended so to be, good. but it was hilarious. But you know, it it wasn't good to see Charlie in the way that she was for that whole episode. Like that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely was a gift in that moment. Like, somebody needed to chop that up because that was a whole mood. Yeah, I definitely thought she was about to head home when her boy was like, they might see you drunk. Yo, yeah, she you, thought, you thought she was reconsidering day. for yeah. a second. She, she acted like she could put on a costume. Like, wouldn't nobody recognize <laughs> her. She's like, well, let me put on my shades. <laughs> I thought she was putting <laughs> the shades on the go outside for right. this yeah. next drink. I stage three drunk. Yeah. Like, you know what? Because <laughs> when I put on the shades, they might see. That's that Clark Kent. You throwing them glasses, nobody recognizes you. She on blank man status right there. Put a little thing around her eyes like, now you can't see me. Yeah, but you really finally start to see the weight of everything that she's dealing with finally starting to to hit her in a real major way. So she's she's definitely spiraling. Yeah, and we've been asking that, like, when are we going to see Charlie, like, not have to, you know, have all the answers. But I didn't want to see it in this in this way. I think the last time we seen her like this was almost at the beginning when she found out about Davis and she was just curled up in the bed Mm -hmm. um, and left Micah to his own devices. That's true. That's true. Um, So there's kind of a, a parallel there. What you got to say about your girl, Charlie? I mean, not Charlie. <laughs> what you got to say about your girl, Corey? Well, you know, we all go through hard times. Sometimes, oh. you know, you need a couple yeah, of drinks to, you right. know. But she she bounce, she going to bounce back. Um, she was straight by the end of the episode uh, when they showed up at the, the meal. still drunk. Of course, she was still slightly hungover. But, you know, they, they cheer, they're going to cheer her up. She's going to be good to go. You know, we you, you need that time to Micah kind of set her up a little bit. Like, yeah. like come on, I got to show you something. She yeah. wasn't ready to be in front of people. No, she was not. <laughs> She, she would not have came out like that. Uh, Micah set her up a few times, TBH, <laughs> but whatever. But nah, Charlie, she gonna she gonna get it. Too. She just needed that that one night, you know, and she'll be she'll be fine. Slide in my DMs, Charlie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so on to the Nova. Y'all notice I have graduated from calling Nova trash because uh, I what Corey. No, I'm just saying. better. No, no, you exactly. Know. Okay. She didn't gradually recognize how she was trash. Or, exactly. Or, or I'm just influencing y'all to see their light. Negative. One of the two. One of the two. Absolutely not. So, Nova, um, 
Nova goes to meet Miss Martha Lavoisier, and she they she discovers a lot about her family's history. Her 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 what do you matrilineal mm-hmm. family? Auntie Miss Bang. Cousin Martha. <laughs> Is that a word? Vocab. Matril- yes. Yeah. Matril- yeah. Matrilineal. Yeah. Her matrilineal. Last week. I should have went to college. <laughs> yeah, side of her family um, about their history as healers. You know, her mom Trudy's history, um, and about the fact that some people, you know, stepped into their calling, some people d- didn't step into their calling. But I kind of relate this to the fact that, you know, everybody does not heal with the same medium. So I kind of feel like they're hinting uh, towards Nova. She said that kind of. Nova's healing being in this book. I hate to say it, but I kind of feel like that's where they're going with it. So, I don't know. I find that whole scene to be weird as hell. Like, for one, <laughs> so while Nova may not have remembered that the auntie was alive, the auntie definitely remembered that Nova was alive. Like, well, she why? was three. She was three. Yeah, but I'm saying, but the auntie knows that she has, like, More nieces. family. Yeah, yes. like, why haven't you not reached out to them? Like, I thought it was, like, some beef situation So, she, ta- she talked like, about she was, the fact if, that she was kind of banished from the family because she wanted to continue practicing her... You know. But there's nobody left who knows about this banishment. Like nobody's left. But she, they thought that she. They nobody. Nobody knows that she's back where she is. Nobody knows that but she. Nobody knows she exists. Out. Exactly. She should have reached out to her. To her. Well, she didn't want to. Right? She said Trudy's get, was her last thing was to keep her her secret. return secret, right? Yeah. And not telling. She didn't want anybody who? to know. <laughs> nobody's left. Nobody um, who knew her is left. Um, I don't um, think um, I don't know her. Dude, um, um, knows her. Nah. Alvai knows everything. Why would Alvai not know his his? Alvai got something on Sam Landry. Like Alvai, yeah. knows where all the bodies are buried and helped bury them. Why would Alvai not know where her her brother's well, kid's what, mom is? One thing we learned was that the mom is apparently buried on the farm and yeah. wasn't cremated. So I'm what, like, what, what's up with that? There seems to be a lot of mystery behind what, this. What like, is that? Why don't you just show yourself? Why ain't no tombstone? Because she's talking about you need to go see your mama. How am I supposed to find her? Like, nobody didn't seen her daddy bury somebody I, I, else. I, I guarantee you, Martha, know where she at. Property, though. I guess I'm yeah, just yeah. wondering why there has to be a bigger story behind Like, why would that have been a secret? Why would the, the story be that she was cremated when in actuality she was buried on the farm? And as far as Martha knows, that was common knowledge because she's like, you should go see her more often. Nova didn't even know it. So Yeah, that was weird to me. Well, why, 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 why is that a secret? What's up with that, writers? <laughs> Tell us. We want to know. Yeah, yeah, um, Martha was, I don't know. I Nova was trashed out. Nobody don't even know her mama buried. <laughs> Somebody didn't lie. That's what our mother said. You know, book about, about spreading the ashes of her mama. She didn't. And she lied because ain't no ashes. <laughs> well, she didn't she lie because she didn't know. Like, but I'm just saying, it's a whole lot of factuating going on in this. Uh, With no facts. Yeah. She, went on, she went on the show and dude, she said in the book, I'm the, my mother's the last of whatever, my matrilineal line. Dude is like, Actually, right. that is not true. I and then f- next episode, she or she out there hanging out with her, with her. I mean, we found out a lot of ways that Nova was wrong because we also find out that Nova, she had been having yeah, this. Corey, I'm sorry. <laughs> she had been having this thought about that, to go time out, y'all. That like her mom um, had like turned away from her calling as a healer because she got pregnant, and it was somehow you know that Nova had been an accident all this time, oh, and yeah. and, uh, and Martha was like, no, baby, and Auntie Miss Cousin Martha. <laughs> that's I love that so much. Let her know that, like, no, you weren't an accident. She made a choice, and you, like, you, you're, you were here for a reason. You brought her joy. This, that, and the third. And so I feel like, even that, that 
that perception that she was somehow an accident, that she somehow, t you know, tore her mother away from her true calling is part of the reason why Nova has been behaving and maybe has lived, lived life the way that she has, thinking that, you know, she doesn't want to maybe be a repeat of her mother. She's, you know, so self-righteous and so married to her own beliefs that, you know, she doesn't really consider other people. It's, it's almost to a fault because she doesn't want to maybe end up what she thinks her mother ended up like, unhappy, not responding to her calling, not living in her true purpose. But at the end of the day, her mother did exactly what she wanted to. So hopefully, I mean, maybe that gave Nova some liberation too to ultimately make the apology that she did. So, so uh, Martha was gonna take all this to the grave with her, like. I, I don't know. She seemed more than yeah. ready to <laughs> which, share all the. Which could be any day now. Yeah. <laughs> <Just a bit>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was she planning on stepping up and sharing this information? I don't she think wasn't. she was. She wasn't. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't. She got found, and so now she. You know, I wonder how Nova found her though. Maybe the show did. If the show yeah, found her, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah, they yeah. put gave okay. her the contact yeah. information. Okay. Um, but then, so at the show, though, they was like, well, she's not going to be coming on this show. They made it seem like there was some beef there. Because she there. wants to. I mean, and I found her yesterday. Mm -hmm. I found her the day before yeah, the show. So. And I mean, she like, does seem very. Yeah, I think, I think that's what I was expecting. Found. Yeah, I think yeah. she, she said she, she don't talk to people whose souls ain't cleansed or something. She oh, said. Yeah. And she said that's mostly everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why I was expecting beef because the show made it seem like, oh, no, she's not coming here to talk to you. And then, I, then when they showed up, she was pleasant as hell. I was like, why you being this nice? Why you ain't been around? Yeah. yeah, she was definitely very welcoming, and, and like I'm surprised it wasn't a pound cake waiting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so a very, did you have something else? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so a very endearing moment to me, and I have to admit that I am coming around to Nova. I've called her trash, you know, all, all through the beginning of the season, and, you know, I'm, I'm softening up because I'm soft. Mind your business. Um, Nova. I'm mm. oh, sorry. Nova and Charlie had a moment, and, you know, I thought that it was, necessary i thought it was long awaited she finally gave charlie the apology that was needed and she she was just there for her they were just uh, they were just having a sister moment and i thought that was very nice to see and i'm wondering you know where or, or how that will evolve once charlie is sober and doesn't need, <laughs> right and doesn't need nova's help assistance <laughs> what do you guys think about that i mean yeah, if that. nova doesn't write that article then she don't remember anything that happened the night before yeah that's true. like she, she sees the article there she's it's trying like, to figure oh, out where the food yeah, and everything is from like what is all this <laughs> and the article that he's referencing is the the apology article right. that um charlie, charlie found is, role, is my role model yeah so nova actually went and wrote a whole article um kind of not taking back what she said, but kind of fi not. kind of fixing um, the the mean and nasty things that she said about her sister in her book, um, and so I, I'm not sure if Charlie is taking that as a straight up apology or if she's if this means anything to her. I think it does. I hope that it does. Um, you know, because I hate to see sisters, you know, not in good graces for that long. Yeah, when Char when Charlie like let loose with that mm. ugly cry, mm. that got mm -mm. me. I mean, I legitimately mm. got me. Like that was yeah. such a sincere and well. Don Lee and yeah. you better do your good acting. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, that is an award winning yeah, singer right there. Yeah. That is that. how you. That's yeah, how you go get them awards. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, that's how you get them awards on Black Networks. <laughs> 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 and you know, mentioning how you know Charlie was was drunk, not at her best when when Nova showed up. Mm -hmm. You know. Without that, without that vulnerability, I don't see her allowing Nova yeah, back in. Yeah, of course. Definitely. You know, of like, course. we knew it would have to be something where she was able to come to the rescue. And, I mean, this was a perfect situation. She tried I, it at the mill. That ain't work. Yeah. 
But I think the one thing that we've been consistent about, which is why I still stand by everything I've said before about Nova being trash, but don't and have still. a problem mm-hmm. giving her props in this yes. moment, is yeah. accountability. Yes. And so her ability to acknowledge that what she did wasn't right. She said she thought she was doing it for the right reasons, thought she was doing it for the family, but she realized that she was only doing it for herself, which is, I mean, again, consistent with everything that we've been saying. And she said, I didn't mean to hurt you. I apologize. And I think that to me, opens the gate for forgiveness, for possibly, you know, rebuilding the relationship. And I thought it was such in stark contrast from the first time that Charlie approached Nova about the book and asking her, why would you write all this stuff? And Nova was so arrogant and so self-righteous about what she felt about mm. how this book was going to help people. And she was had all these different rights to, to do this. But now she realizes that it, it was at the expense of her family. And it was it was the wrong thing to do to put her family in this predicament. So, hold on. So could, could she you, said she was sorry. Wait, so yeah. could you respect an apology from someone who would do the same act over again? Because I'm, I'm willing to bet, like, if Nova had, could, like, rewind, she nah, would she still would. write the book. Well, are you, no, saying, are you saying think, Nova's I trash? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm, to not, me, I'm I saying, think, like, it's not a genuine apology. She said, I'm sorry. Apo- she didn't say I apologize. She said, I'm sorry. Again. If she said, I apologize, then maybe she didn't mean you, it. Because nobody who ever said apologize has ever meant it. You are assigning your own motivations to Nova's actions. Well, she said she, she would have said, "I'm." Um, what? She, How do you know what she would have said? <laughs> what? How do you know that she doesn't mean that she apologizes when she say, "I'm sorry"? That's her no, choice no, no, of words. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying she said, "I'm sorry," which is which is sincere. Yes. Had she said, "I apologize," then you could not have counted Wait, on, on the sincerity. Are you saying you don't know if you think that she was sincere when she said, "I'm maybe, sorry"? Maybe do I misunderstood she would, what Jabri was saying. I think you did. I misunderstood what Jabri was Do any of us think if she had to do it again? Do any of us think that she would write the book? I think at this point, if she had to do it again, I do not think that she would write this book. No, no, she would write this book differently. Differently, she would write. But she would have given them more opportunity to to have a say in what goes in the book. she would have blood. she would have gone to them beforehand. She would have let them read it before it went to the press she would have done more to yeah. make sure and that, to that, extent, by, and to yes, that extent which extent, would make it okay absolutely. And, but not and i'm sure that once they read the book they probably would have had some objections and then the text itself would not have been the right. same thing that was printed her daddy wouldn't be implicated in a murder darla's story wouldn't be in it at all <laughs> right. Um, well, no, the story about blue might not be in there because what is this really solving by putting that out there you know like you might not the, have called Charlie a, a, a agent of white supremacy. Likely, it would be more about her <laughs> yeah, than it would be about everybody else. You don't get to exploit. You don't get to exploit other people's pain and other people's experiences for your own personal gain, and that's and exactly, she getting paid from this. And that's exactly what she did. And so I think by Where apologizing, you know, that gives her a, a, a start of redemption. Gotcha. So, Which is a start and a start, a start only because you know what? Exactly. She's standing up on that stage at the end. Mm-hmm. But I want to see her and Ralph Angel had that conversation. Yeah, and they like, have like, to. They, and Violet, yeah. too. And the truth is, we don't know exactly how Charlie feels yet. Charlie, yeah. Charlie got an apology. Hopefully she remembers. And then <laughs> she got a chance to read the article, and she cried. Like It was definitely like a cleansing going on. Yeah. It was something that was being let out. But... It's still out there. No matter what she wrote in this very local newspaper exactly. down yeah. here. Yeah, this is a exactly. national. This book is still a, a bestseller. It's still out mm-hmm. here. So I don't know how Charlie feels yet yeah. right. until they have that conversation, which I'm guessing is a result in a family. Aunt Vi, how does Aunt yeah. Vi feel right now? You know, we do not know where everybody else is. So there's definitely still a journey ahead of them for sure, but I think by apologizing and, and, and keeping that same energy with, with the public embarrassment and making a public apology, I think that that at least gives people, you know, 
get doesn't it, it allows people to entertain the conversation whereas before I don't think they were willing to speak to her because if you're going to maintain your position on this trash unethical ass book then we really don't have anything to 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 talk about plus plus even though even though she wrote this this uh this article Mm-hmm. Everybody still has the facts that are in the book. Yeah, like she's a role model, anything. but did she actually do all this yeah. stuff? Yes, yes, she did. Yeah. And that's still gonna ruffle some people's feathers. That's still that the woman from St. Thomas it who was like you're duplicitous. People, people, can, people can be like you know dynamic. You know what I'm saying? They can do bad things and be great people, right? So like, having, and you have to apologize when you're wrong. Having I'm talking about like the people she wrote about. So like her saying like Charlie's her role model, but Charlie's done a couple bad things. Like both of those things can be true. So I don't think she has to Listen, like, I'm you're not wrong, but it depends on the levels which those bad things are and how they play into the public persona that you have you know, given to the world, right? So mm-hmm. for for Charlie, some of those things do look terrible. Mm-hmm. And some right? It have looks a lot like of... she hid a, a whole scandal yeah. from trying to save the reputation of her then husband. And everybody isn't as forgiven and open to hearing those explanations. Some people have a very strong line in the sand, and that may not that may have been a deal breaker for them. Who knows? But some people are just not real. I mean, ho- look. Hopefully, at the end of the day, hopefully this. If ends you expect up- your role model to be perfect, then yeah, then you could be one of those people. But if you expect your role model to be a real person, then you can understand when they did. Well, something. I mean, but that's your understanding. But everybody else, everyone else has to be. Yeah, as, as a, you gotta, you have to like, you are responsible for making intelligent decisions. If you think I- any person is perfect and that your role model is perfect, then you are an idiot. I mean, she just sure said, you go from one extreme to another. No, or not. Right. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> it's just when you do wrong, you make up for it. When you do wrong, oh, you apologize. Yeah. When you do wrong, you make amends. Why is then why is the, then why is there a word called amends? Why is there a word? It's a word for it. It's a word that should be seldomly used. They got all kind of words in the dictionary. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like four thousand pages full of words. That's how many. And so I don't even know. I don't, I don't read it. And so that that don't read is, books. You don't. Mm-mm. <laughs> You're not done? <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. And so that concludes the good, the bad, and the Nova. On Bourbon and Borderlands. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We are back with our addictions, that is advice and predictions put together. So this week, we're going to start off with Jabri. What you got for us? What are we thinking? What's going to happen? Let us know. All right. So my prediction is that Martha, Auntie, Cousin, Miss Martha, <laughs> Lavoisier. I like that name. Is up to something. Because, like, so why has she so been too. estranged from the family? Like, Okay, Nova didn't know she existed, but mm-hmm. she knew Nova existed. Right. You know, she remembers little three-year-old Nova running around her plantation or her or her farmland. It might not be a plantation. But, um, you know, she remembers her quite clearly. And, you know, her relationship with Trudy, she claims it was positive, but they don't remember seeing her. So mm-hmm. I think, I, I, don't, I don't know what's up with Martha, but there's another shooter drop there. My advice... I'm about to double up on my advice. Uh, I remember earlier on a previous episode, I told Dollar make her move. And she still needs to. She needs to let Ralph Angel know how she feels, what she wants from him, what she needs from him, and let Ralph Angel make that decision for himself. 
Don't assume that, oh, because Disha, I got respect Disha. She don't owe Disha nothing. She needs to get her life together. So if she wants Ralph Angel, she needs to tell him. If she wants something from him, like maybe she just wants to be better friends and make sure that they talk more. Could be as simple as that. But whatever that is, she needs to say so. Okay, that's 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 what we got. <laughs> so you know what? I think I'm gonna go after you because that's actually a good segue into my addiction, which is actually for Ralph Angel, because I do remember in I don't know one of these previous episodes where I've highlighted the fact that Ralph Angel's gonna need to make a decision, and you kind of touched on that same point. And to be honest, though, I think at this point he's chosen, and I think that he wants to be with Darla. There's, I really do. <laughs> don't you gotta laugh <laughs> like that? I think that I think that he mm-hmm. has, you know, tried to date other people. I think that he has tried to move on in some capacity. But there's something about this soul tie that he and, and Darla have that he just can't seem to shake. And there's a few indications of it in this episode when he's talking to Hollywood and he's talking about how he's just felt all empty inside and things don't just feel quite right. And Hollywood points out all of these different reasons why he could be feeling empty. And he's, you know, he's like, well, you know, maybe that's it, you know, and he, he's, but he's not really buying it. There's, there's another reason why he's feeling empty. Then even why he's giving Micah the advice about Kiki it seems like something kind of clicked for him as far as, you know, give, at, right, giving Micah the advice of, like, you know, don't worry about, you know, all the potential changes, what may or may not happen. Just go be with her. And I almost think that was advice to himself. And then beyond that, when he was talking to uh, Darla, when Darla and Blue had showed up at the farm and, and Blue had let slip about about uh, hanging out with Miss Disha, Miss Disha being Joie's mom, uh he had said, Blue had told Ralph Angel that he had been waiting on him to call up Disha to make a play date. And Ralph Angel hadn't been called, Ralph Angel hadn't called her yet. He said he'd been asking her, asking him, asking him, asking him, asking him, asking him. And he ain't been calling Disha. So I wonder how much, one, how much time has elapsed. Why aren't they talking as often as they have? Because you would think it wouldn't be that much of an issue to set I up a, that detail. to sit up, yeah. to no. set up a play yeah. date. I was very confused and that's why Darla that. stepped in, and, and that's why Darla stepped in and was like, I'll well, if you're too Ralph busy, Angel's I can call her. On, and man. that's why we kind of get his program yeah, together. That's pretty cool. And then, yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's a good eye. I think, I think I missed that detail. And the fact that that Ralph Angel invited Darla to the event and, this, and Disha and wasn't there. Disha, one, Disha wasn't there, and then he even threw in the it'd be nice to see you. Mm-hmm. I think Ralph Angel is, is he wants he wants Darla. I think he's finally coming to grips with that. I think that, you know, it's taken some time. He was still dealing with the hurt of, you know, all of the all of their baggage in the past. But I think at the end of the day, he knows deep down in his heart that this is the girl that he loves. I love Disha. Stand for Disha. She's amazing. But at the end of the day, the heart wants what it wants. And I think Ralph Angel's heart wants Darla. And so I think Ralph Angel, whether or not Darla asked for it, Ralph Angel pretty soon, and he even still, without Darla even telling him that she's spiraling, he knows, he can feel that energy. And so I think Ralph Angel's going to, you know, sweep in and and really be there for Darla. Um, And I think we're going to see their relationship get back to a space um, that it once was. Um, It may take some time, but I think it's coming. Cool. Well, following that up, I got a a prediction. And uh, my prediction is uh, for someone who's not even on the show. Prediction is for for me. (laughs) (laughs) Is this like four weeks in a row? No, no, no. This is different. This name for uh, a SAG member. (laughs) My prediction is for me. If Ralph Angel go back to Darla, I predict I'm going to stop watching this goddamn show. If this boy is stupid enough to go back to this woman 
ain't no way I can continue to support this. I'm gonna have to. Y'all, I'm gonna need to give me the cliff notes, and I'm gonna have to talk from the cliff notes That's or something real life, else, man. But my prediction is, if Ralph Angel go back to Darla, I'm gonna stop watching the show. Now, my advice for <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Angel: twofold. <laughs> Don't ever dress like your son again. <laughs> <laughs> You've been killing it with the fly farm fits. You know what I'm saying? The fly farm fits. Farm couture. Um, You're a hater. And, you know, go solo on that, bro. Do not, I mean, and I repeat, do not dress like your son again. Right? Spoken like a man without children. No. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. about. <laughs> true and true. Uh, do not dress like your son again. And my second piece of advice for you, Ralph Angel, stay focused, bro. I didn't told you this before. <laughs> Focus on Disha. You got a winner. Roll with the winners. I'm out. All right. I'm going to kick it over to Shawnee. What you got for us? All right. You know, I, I kind of hate to say this because I, I enjoy saying that Nova is trash. But um, my prediction is that given the interaction that Charlie and Nova had recently, I think it may take a little bit of, you know, more conversation. But I think that, number one, I think that Charlie may be the first one to kind of come around to Nova and, and start being more, more open to at least conversing with her. And I also think that this kind of meltdown that she had is going to definitely be the, the, the push that she needs. I don't think we, we're going to see Charlie down for long because mm -hmm. Ch Charlie is our Olivia Pope. That's not, you know, that's not in her blood. That's not what she does. So I think that Charlie is definitely going to come back uh, swinging next episode. Now, my advice is for my good sis, Darla. Sis, call your sponsor. <laughs> so now you want to call a sponsor. Shut up, Corey. No, I won't be. I'm sorry. That's it. Yeah, well, uh, Shawnee's literally just stole my uh, <laughs> advice. I was like, wow, we're going to make it all the way to me before somebody tells Darla to call her sponsor. <laughs> but I, 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 too, share in this advice for Darla. She need to pick up the phone, call Tyrone, her sponsor, Man, somebody. Tyrone. She need to yeah, she need to make a phone call to somebody. Um, Darla, you in danger, girl. And uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it is not looking too good for her, like, she was struggling with that bottle. Like, she, she was angry at herself for wanting to take a drink yeah. and trying to push it away. But, I mean, she ain't throw the bottle out. The Did bottle was still like, pour it out. I told her, yeah. pour it out. I catch the juxtaposition oh. of her going through that and then the the the, the, the farmers and everybody singing, everything's going to be all right. Yes. And then she's yes. in the background struck. I was like, yes. oh, my God, don't do it. Hey, I'm predicting this, the next episode start off with Darla on the floor drunk. Shut up. I hope not. I but this, so. But I, I have some more advice, though, since, you know, since we shared one over here was that. Give it to us. Um, I'm going to need everybody who who sings in whatever church <laughs> choir that they go to to learn how to sing one on beat Ooh. and for um, either them to get the tracks in order with the way that all the black people in the show were clapping because there was a lot of people off beat and the, we just can't be having that on black on television shows it is not gonna work these are southern black people we do not do this offbeat nonsense we, yeah, we are not those people we do better do better um, my prediction like, I want to say that this this uh, family reckoning moment is coming soon, yes. like, between every, but I don't know that I totally feel it. I kind of feel like there's going to be a family meeting that's going to be called somehow, like, something's going to bring them all together, to. what they have to discuss, and in my heart, I feel like it would go terrible. I think for the sake of the show, there's going to be some, some cracking of the ice, and, you know, I don't... I feel like Anvag will be the last one to kind of come around on this one, like maybe. Or Darla. Because, you know, in truth, because if you think about this season so far, Ralph Angel 
has been getting little pieces from other people that let him know what happened with him and Blue was okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, it's not Benny thinks he's a stand-up guy mm-hmm. because he stepped he stepped in where where somebody else didn't. He he's mm-hmm. a Prosper let him know that that's that's Prosper's life situation. You know, it it made it so that he didn't look at his situation the same way. So maybe he's not going to continue to take it as personal. I mean, he's still mad, but he can see that maybe it's not as bad as he thought. Where Anvai is going to be a little bit harder to come around. So I don't know. I don't know though, man. Like we're still seeing the the fallout from yeah, we are. you know, like like Janae just pointed out, the last scene was juxtaposed where Nova's up on the stage, but Darla's out here struggling. So it's like there's more to it. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, Nova's reinsertion is going to be a false start. Bonus prediction. <laughs> this is going to be a sort of a false start. Like mm-hmm. she's going to get up there on stage, but she hasn't dealt with everybody yet. Uh-huh. And it's going to be more dealing with. And I'm not sure yeah. that Nova's quite ready to face-to-face. Face, you know, she can apologize when Charlie's unconscious. But, like, can she, can she look somebody in the face and take responsibility? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Bonus prediction. <laughs> Come on, bonuses. <laughs> Ralph Angel going to end up going over to Darla's house and see that she's going through it, yeah. and he's not going to leave. Probably he gonna, not. He's going to he's going he's gonna to see what we see, and he's going to be like, I can't, I can't, I, can't let, I can't let you go back down this road. And that's how they're going to get back together. But bonus advice, he's going to have <laughs> to he's going to have to use his words because we've seen how Ralph Angel likes to somehow sometimes avoid these touchy subjects where he could just be more a little more transparent and so leaving Disha in the dark isn't the right thing to do too if he does decide to go back to Darla he's going to have to be as transparent about that as soon as possible I'm just doing my best I'm just doing my best he's just doing his best he's going to try <laughs> but yeah I mean, look mean it's, it's going to be messy don't Hell get, yeah, don't get it it's going to be messy because Disha is also his lawyer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, there's some legal issues there. Some, they tied there. up a little you bit. You know, free And Benny. why still Blue's best free friend. Yeah. Right, right. And by the way, I I didn't realize they went to the same school. Because I know she said she's from a different she's from a different town. Mm-hmm. You know, I did not realize they were all in the same, in school, the same school together. I didn't, I didn't, mm-hmm. I did not make that connection earlier. I was surprised that they spent so much time all of a sudden together. Yeah. But I'm just glad he's not playing with the little boy that, that outed him as uh, Oh, Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. Marcus. messy side. Y'all remember his name? Y'all yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's our advice. And, uh, yep, I think that wraps up our addictions. We will be back with our shots of bourbon on Bourbon and Bordelones on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. All right, we're back on Bourbon and Border Loans, and we are at our final segment where we give somebody a ceremonial shot of bourbon for having the best week or whoever really shone, shined, shown, shown, shown through. I've heard shown through. Yeah, shine through doesn't sound grammatically right. Shone. Let's go with that. But I can imagine I would hear shone. shine through shone. at church. I feel like, sh- I feel like shine shone through. is like, okay, go ahead. I mean, listen, I, I, I don't know what's right. And, you know, apparently we all as a unit don't know. So, I like it. Shown. Yeah. All right. Whoever shown through <laughs> this particular episode. So uh, we're going to kick things off. Corey, who you got shown in? <laughs> well, you know, I think, you know, this week I'm going to give my shot of bourbon to someone who I never, ever anticipated giving a shot of bourbon to. And I'm going to go ahead and give my shot of bourbon to Darla. Oh. And the reason I'm going to give my <laughs> The reason I'm gonna give my shot of bourbon. Go ahead. The reason I'm gonna give my shot of bourbon to her because I don't know if she took that shot of bourbon in real life, and I want her to fail so bad that I'm gonna make sure she get a, sh- a drink this week. <laughs> Drinks on me. Pull up. Love you. Wow. 
I, I just I don't even know <laughs> who's man what to say to that. <laughs> Get y'all's man. Who drink this week? wants somebody to relapse fictional or not? <laughs> wow, like okay. So <laughs> who's next? My shot. I'm, I guess I'm reconsidering on the spot right now because <laughs> my shot was also for Darla. I hate you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Let's now, go, you baby. Can't, you can't give it to her. Come on, now, You can't three. give it to her. Now, for a different reason. Not because I want to see her fail, but because this episode ends without her taking a shot. Yeah. We fade to black before she takes a drink. Now, we don't know what she ended up doing because she didn't pour it out like I was yelling at her I to do. She act like she didn't hear me. I don't know why she was <laughs> acting like that, but I was clearly loud enough. But um, Darla, like, she went through all, all the steps, except for calling her sponsor. But, like, she tried to, you know, uh, up things with Leo. She tried to, you know, be cool. Because she, does, she doesn't want to step on what Ralph Angel's trying to do with Deisha. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not trying to make a scene. She's not trying to be that person. Right. So, you know, she's trying to do it herself. I think she needs a little more help. But to see her stand strong all the way through the episode... I was going to counterintuitively give Darla the shot of bourbon. Obviously, you wouldn't want her to actually take the shot. Y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, but I do. <laughs> shout out take to Darla shot, this week. I, I thought she was the MVP of the episode. Jeanette? I'm just for Clint. Um, so I'm going to give my shot this week to Darla. Prosper. I love him and Lady Genevieve. I'm so glad to still see them. Hanging real tough. I also think it was really dope that he spearheaded this effort with the, bringing the farmers to the mill and really, you know, trying to cheer Charlie up and let her know that she had people in her corner, especially in a time where Charlie oftentimes feels alone and she feels like she's carrying the team on her back. And we've seen her not really have the answers. And, you know, we've seen the farmers more often than not, you know, walk out on, walk out on her from time to time. And Prosper has really, not even just in this episode, but in plenty of others, really been a liaison for Charlie, making sure that they understand where she's coming from and and really trying to get them back on board. And we know that they drive a hard bargain. So I'm giving my shot this week to Prosper. Um, Yeah, I think he deserves. Shawnees? Okay, well, we know who does not need a shot this week. (laughs) Okay. And that is our girl Charlie. So, sis, (laughs) (laughs) you're skipped this week. None for you. Um, And so... Actually, I. <sighs> it was go. I am. <laughs> I'm Not gonna give. Hey, Do it. I'm gonna give my shots to Nova. Oh wow! <laughs> I I'm gonna give it to Nova. I'm gonna give my shot to Nova. Good job. Look at you. For taking the first step in her apologies and accountability. Um, and accountability. I appreciate her showing up for Charlie. Um, I appreciate her saying that she was sorry. I appreciate her attempting to explain herself. Um, you know, the article was a little bit, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about the article. I feel like it was in with good spirit, with good intent. I'm not really sure how Charlie will receive that, but I appreciate the steps that were taken towards accountability and towards mending that situation with her sister. So... I'm going to give my shot of bourbon to Nova this week. We like the growth. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, it took you, you, don't, like, you don't like Hollywood's growth, <laughs> but you glad to see uh, Hollywood's terrible. Hollywood's I aggressive. Was, 
whatever. I was actually going to give my shot to Hollywood, but I'm changing this mm -hmm. to Prosper. And what? the reason being, and I thought about that with something you said. I don't remember exactly what it is you said that okay. made me think of this, but something you said made me think about the fact that in earlier seasons, one thing that always stood out to me was how much Charlie was there for him. Mm -hmm. Like, Charlie was like, like lock, stock, Rose and barrel in there for, for Prosper. She wanted to make sure it was good. It was family. I still remember the episode where, like, he just seemed to lose everything, and she was there for him in a way that was just, Moved you know, like, it, right, it, was, yeah. it was a very emotional episode, I remember. And he has 100% been there for her mm -hmm. right now. My man is at, at campaign yeah, headquarters he out here stuffing envelopes and dodging bricks. Um, <laughs> you know, and then he comes up with this idea to do something for Charlie to try to, you know, bring everybody lift together. Spirits, but I mean, yeah. ultimately, this is for Charlie, right? Yeah, like, to, to, get, to get Charlie back. He he got Micah looking for the little thingy on his on phone, the <laughs> finder, you know, like, like, like Prosper is all in on Charlie. And I like seeing that. Like, it, it and I'm very happy for him and, and, and his little boo thing. Um, he didn't even want to tell Aunt Vi's ideas. Like, let me go holler at mm -hmm. Lady Genevieve right quick. Let me go. He, he bouncing ideas off already. of her, right? Like, yeah. he bouncing ideas off of her. So, uh, my shot of bourbon this week is going to go to Prosper, which is also because I can't in good faith allow us to take a shot in Darla's name. I don't know what happens when there's a I tie. I can't remember. I, I don't know. Maybe Shawnee's being. You, you got right. You got. You got. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. How does that work? See. Have we had this? Have we had this? We've I don't think we've had a tie before. So is it up to me? It's up to you. Honey. Hmm. I don't. You got to pick one of the two. <laughs> I mean, that's how else do we break? The you got to pick one of the two. Come on, mm, let's go, Shawnee. Mm, 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 mm. You know what? For the simple fact that Corey is being an <laughs> asshole. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right. So I gotta suffer. I cannot, in good faith, <laughs> I cannot condone the shot going to Darla for that reason. Um, I, I want to see Damn sis prosper. I want to see her That's win. A pun. It, it is. And so the Damn shot of bourbon is gonna go to my man Prosper. He can Woo! take that and you know go go have fun with Lady Genevieve and do whatever it is that they do. <laughs> have some steaks or whatever. But Darla can't. Some wine. Darla can't get the shot because we we can't have that. We don't so support that. We don't All right, support. so we taking our, our shot Boo. this week. It's gonna go to Prosper. Go One, to Prosper. two, three. Clank, clank, <laughs> clank, clank, clank. All right, and that concludes this week's episode of Bourbon and Border Loans. Um, Contentious conversation in some places, <laughs> uh, in, in myriad ways. Uh, but real. Yeah, you, you cannot say that it wasn't a real conversation this week. Um, yeah. And as we do customarily, Jabri. One, two, three, take, take flight. flight. Minus Corey. This, this podcast is